Hello and welcome back to the show. This episode with Maria Fernandez about birth brain is brought to you by the Positive Birth Helsinki Meetups. Our free upcoming session will take place on Saturday, September the 10th at Lila Lukan near Kampi from 10 to 12 a.m. The topic of this meetup will be induction. When might you be offered one and how to know if your body is ready for it? Meet our nest doulas there, get to know other expecting families and learn more on this topic. If you have a toddler, they are welcome to join you. If you have a partner, they are also welcome to join you. To register, please visit the Nest Doulas on Instagram and find the bio link or check out the show notes. So on today's episode, I have Maria Fernandez with me, a Nest Doula who was at the end of her pregnancy at the time of this recording in March 2021. Maria speaks from her perspective as a birth doula, yoga teacher and second-time mom as she prepares her mind and body for the upcoming home birth of her second child. She shares her tips on how to create birth brain mode, which is just so lovely and delicious in helping you enter the birth zone as you come closer to meeting your baby. We got into what birth brain is and why you might want to facilitate it in the first place. We spoke about the continuum that exists between pregnancy, birth and parenting, as well as about the experience of the birth partner in all of this. If you're at the end of your pregnancy, as you're listening to this, I invite you to boil yourself some water, make a tea, light a candle, and do anything that brings you oxytocin. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Let's get started with Maria Fernandez. Welcome to the Birthing in Finland podcast, brought to you by the Nest Doulas. I'm Danielle Bensky, a mother and postpartum doula specializing in maternal well-being and psychology. Each episode, you'll hear eye-opening interviews with some amazing people who support families in Finland just like yours. We'll help you navigate what it means to birth in Finland, growing your confidence on your parenting journey. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's jump into our daily dose of birthing in Finland. Hello and welcome back to the podcast and to today's episode with Maria Fernandez about getting into birth brain mode. We will talk about what this means and how Maria has been doing it. We wanted to record this episode right now as a sort of time capsule to capture the in-between space that Maria is in during these special weeks before birth. So welcome, Maria. I'm excited to chat with you today. Hello, everyone. And yeah, I'm really, really excited of yeah sharing with everyone how my brain is right now and and this, and open about this topic. So yeah, important. it's a really, really interesting one. Um, but before we get into that, let's just tell us about yourself and introduce your, to our listeners Where are you in your motherhood journey? How long you've been in Finland? And a little bit about what you do as well. Yeah, so this is my second baby. I have a three-year-old, the big brother. And uh, yeah, I've been living in Finland for two years now. Um, we love it here, actually. It's a very nice place to be as a family. And uh, moving here actually allowed me to really focus on motherhood 
first because I was working long hours before we moved here. We came from Barcelona, Spain, and I was in a very demanding uh, position as a marketing director. I loved it. I I don't have any complaints about it. I choose it, and it was my my career. But once I became yeah. a mom, that was hard to balance, very hard to balance. Um, and really moving here gave me the opportunity to focus on being with uh, our son. He was one year and a half uh, when we moved. And, you know, everything made perfect sense for us of, of coming here and, and to enjoy this kind of, yeah, more focus and more um respectful mm-hmm. raising of our children and whatever more family so, life balance in finland perhaps yes yeah yeah i mean for me it was because i immediately changed to freelancing in marketing but very um with very few projects things that were really really like I, I told people like I'm I'm in first I'm in Finland second I have a little boy and I had him with me he's not going mm-hmm. to any daycare or whatever when we move so it has to be very flexible and then it was related to it my job was related mainly to events so of course last year that yeah. changed a lot because of yeah. the pandemic and I started it was also very nice to to do it to progressively do less on that area and and not having actually work uh, and for the first time in my life not having work to do was like okay you enjoyed good. it or was it a bit of a shock <laughs> um i i actually liked it it was like okay um I, I we said that when we were moving here i was going to stop completely and that didn't happen you know because i kept freelancing and whatever and it was like you know life again saying you should stop and it was not that I should stop uh, but also before we got here I got trained as a doula mm-hmm. there in Spain I got trained as a breastfeeding yeah. consultant and also I was starting also to teach yoga to other pregnant and postpartum mamas so I was like I want to do that but then my other side was yeah. not allowing me <laughs> I don't know how to say it I was like many moms yeah. we face this situation I think when we when we become moms, we see another field that we want to go um, professionally, but we are in between these yeah, two definitely. worlds. Definitely. The work you do gets questioned when you become a mom because all of a sudden mm-hmm. now the time that you're not with your child, you have to spend at work. And so the work you do gets mm-hmm. pulled into question. Is it worth this time uh, payoff? Yeah. Yeah. So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You do a lot of of yeah, analysis there and, and we end up yeah so yeah in the last actually in the last year I've um, I've been doing mostly breastfeeding consultancy yeah. here in Finland that's what I do the most with especially with uh, foreign mm-hmm. families um, and yeah and I can't wait actually I'm, I'm having a baby now so what about the future I don't really know <laughs> um, but I will keep exploring there and getting trained there and doing more and more uh especially i think related to to the breastfeeding and to yoga because mm-hmm. i actually love practicing yoga and i want to practice with other moms and babies for yes. soon, i hope so you are usually <laughs> helping other people but soon it'll be your turn to receive receive the help yes. how is yes. that how does that feel 
I mean, um, right now, of course, I'm at week wow. 39. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. So I'm really, we were talking before the podcast, like I'm really focused on mm-hmm. birth and everything, you know. But after that, um, we actually, we are, I mean, when, with our first son, we were living also a little bit far away from the family because they are not from Barcelona. So we also experienced this kind of being mm-hmm. alone with a baby, but they were still in Spain. And now the situation is so different that we are open to anything. We just decided um, that we want to meet this baby and see what happens. But of course, we we know more than we knew yeah. with the first yeah. one. So um, I'm a breastfeeding consultant, but when you're a mother, you can't do that on your own so if something is going on of course I'm I have the contacts for asking for help I know where to go because I'm already recommending to moms that I can you know do the consultancy right now with them what should they do um we have prepared a lot of food in the freezer uh and and all of this no my husband is taking the paternity leave and he will still be at home because he's working at home so we kind of have a plan but not a super mm-hmm. concise plan you know we can, but we are super open to say hey until here we need some help yeah. or whatever and, uh, today we're here to talk about getting into the birth brain mode oh yeah um so maybe before we we just do that what exactly is birth brain uh in your opinion or for you how do you see it what does that even mean to you for me it's actually it's very fun to say this but it is true that i am getting to baby to birth brain now with my Mm -hmm. second pregnancy and i thought i got in there with my first but boy i did i didn't know anything about birth brain by then uh, with my first pregnancy, uh, it was the birth was was at the hospital. Even though I explored the option of a home birth, I'm having a home birth on this one, or mm-hmm. that's the plan at least. <laughs> um, so it is very different the perspective, of course. But still, with the first one, I did a lot of you know uh, things that I thought will get me into this mood like reading about a lot about how the physiological birth is and meeting with moms and listening to birth stories and uh, doing yoga and meditation mm-hmm. and, and creating my birth plan, you know, so like, a lot of doing my birth plan. <laughs> a lot of doing. A lot yeah. of doing. Exactly. Um, and I and, and, and I and, and myself and my husband was doing the same and we were reading books and, and all, the two of us and we were like, yes, we are super empowered and ready and we are going to go to the hospital and our birth is going to be amazing. And with this second pregnancy, we have discovered that, oh, we were so far away from this moment, you know, um, for many reasons. One is because we, yes, we did a lot, uh, but I didn't have so much time to yeah. pause, to yeah. stop also everything. Also, with your work that you mentioned, the high-speed work exactly. and managing people. and I, I was working till week yeah. 35, but still, after that, I got a team. I had to 
I, I connected to the to the email. I was, yeah. you know, I, I didn't really. And so what's stop yeah, what's the my... difference? How does that look like for you now or birth brain when you say that? What does I that mean, mean? For me, it's one one for example one thing that is surprising me a lot because yes, I've been doing yoga and I've been doing breathing exercises and meditation for a long mm-hmm. time now, but in this moment. Uh, one of the things that I am most amazed is that the moment that I have to relax, I go into a super deep moment of relaxation. You know, uh, I was having a massage yesterday with Sonia, one of the other doulas from the nest. And I told her, like, look, the moment I go into relax mode, I am very, very deep into relax mode. This, is, this was something that was very mm. hard to me. Um, when when I was back then in my first pregnancy, yeah. I it, it took me a lot of time, or when I was doing a yoga class, it took me you know very very deep to pause my rational and right. thinking mind in that way, you know. So for me, that is just that this fact is the closest that I've been to illumination or <laughs> something. Like no, I mean look at this gift. Yeah. Uh, so many of us yeah, are exactly. out there trying to reach illumination um, by doing, you know, going into these kind of uh, retreats where people throw them into ice pools or make them jump out of yes, a cliff to yes. experience this ecstasy. And here you are, <laughs> and here we are, birthing people with this gift handed to us, this opportunity yeah. Yeah. to experience something illuminating, yeah. as you said. Yeah. So for me, that's one thing. And second thing that for me has been more powerful with this birth brain approximation is that um, I am so much okay with whatever happens. Mm, That's a big one. (laughs) And for me, yeah. yeah. So, um, for example, we just learned in the last month of the pregnancy or month and a half two months actually, uh, that there's going to be a massive construction renovation in Mm -hmm. our building. We don't own this house. We rent this house. Uh, And we just learned because the the workers were just arriving to the building and we were like, (laughs) what, what, what? And there was an amazive amount of noises and still there's some stuff going on and more stuff will come. and, And, you know, we know that this is going to end next year. And of course, we had a moment of, or I had a, a moment of panic, and I had a moment of of crashing and really yeah. going down. Uh, but it was just a moment. I cried. I cried my <laughs> shit out, and I was like, "Okay, mm, whatever comes, yeah. no." And the same with all the different um, fears or stuff that could come. For example, the the the, the birth yeah. pain fear. Because many people is asking me, oh, are you not afraid of the birth pain or uh, with a home birth and whatever? And actually, I've not been afraid of that. But of course, I had a moment of pain or, or, or of fear. And I was sleeping at the bed with my son. And I had that moment of, oh, my, what am I doing? This is not going to be, I'm not going to be able. And again, I was just like, 
okay, let's breathe through this and let's rationalize and let's think how many things I've been doing, how many things could happen, how many different things I could use and how much well cared I'm going to be because it's going to be my husband with me, my two midwives and yeah. I'm going to be at home and it's going to be different. No, So, and so that pa- passed and, and last days I've been, because I'm at week 39 and my, my son was born at week mm. 39. So this week is moving a lot mm-hmm. of things on me and it's moving a lot of thinking like, oh my God, what if, what if, what if, what if we finally don't have a home birth? What if we finally, da, da, da. Yes, you know, this kind yes. of, of running and that has been coming to me in the last two days. And again, this morning I was crying <laughs> and I was like, okay. And now I'm like, we are recording this and I'm super happy. I've been dancing. I've been talking to my husband. We have been, you know, again checking okay these are our plans this is what will happen this is how it will go we will be together and, and it will pass so for me that's very powerful because in my first pregnancy it was like I want this yeah. so badly and my mind was so squared and I was like I this has to happen in this way otherwise I'm gonna be devastated and it happened because it didn't went well and it took me a long time to to heal yeah. from that. So for me, that's kind of the birth uh, brain, being able to be really into a deep, relaxing yeah. mode, and being really and being really open to. I can't lie. I have my downs. I cry. I have my fears. But it's more like this is. You know, it's more like tran- a transition. Yeah. It's like you have the moment, you, you live with the moment, and boom, it's gone. I also want to say that fears yeah. are positive. They're not necessarily something negative because it is the fear and the worry mm-hmm. that propels you and pushes you forward to finding solutions and to inquiring deeper into a certain topic and to really do something about that. Um, yes. And if, if it's not necessarily a doing, actually, but it's a moment invitation to reflect yeah for me it's like okay why am exactly. i having this fear and for example i it was pretty clear last night to me i was alone 2 a.m mm-hmm. in the morning thinking about this thinking oh my god what if if the birth is finally not at home yeah. i'm gonna be and i remember me, those worries it came yeah and it came to me so powerfully like I'm not worried of going to the hospital. I'm not worried of uh, the procedures. I'm not going of, of an induction. What I'm worried about is about those moments where I was so devastated on the first birth for being so attached to, I want the birth in this way, happening in this way, and everything has to be perfect. And what happened after is that I was so sad and, you know, everything that happened after not having what I was expecting. So I was not even afraid of of the change of the plan. I was afraid of how bad could I be, how bad my mind could put me after birth when I didn't meet the expectations. And, and, And that was a super wow moment. My, I'm alone in my house. Uh, everything dark, two a.m. Um, and I'm just like that, you know, like having these realization moments of 
wow, I'm I'm not afraid of or of pain or whatever. I'm afraid of of the suffering after, you know, that thing is and that is very powerful because then in the morning my husband was asking and I expressed this fear like my fear is this and yeah. we were talking and as you said it's not you I, I'm not doing anything yeah. you know because the birth is going to be how it's going to be but at least I have this moment and and I have this yeah self recognition absolutely and I think also the practice that you are doing now in in pregnancy mm-hmm. is what you will be doing when you are dealing with the sensations of labor as you are birthing your baby to let go and to be in the moment and to be okay with what is happening. And I have this sentence, it's a pretty simple sentence, but when I was living in the Netherlands, when I was pregnant and I gave birth in Amsterdam and I went to the positive birth movement meetups and the facilitator over there, also a doula, she said uh, that one of the sentences that she loved to use in her own birth and with her clients is, it is what it is. And Mm. I find it so beautiful how the pregnancy prepares you for birth and they together Mm. prepare you for motherhood and parenthood. Yes. And of course, I only see it now in retrospect. (laughs) But I find it... I know, but power empowering also for the next time. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. You know, it's like yeah. So, and of course, you are entitled and you are allowed. And if you are feeling these moments and having these moments as a mom, and you're listening to this, it's okay. It's it's you have to embrace and get something from this moment. Yeah, I think that also links to the next part of what we wanted to talk about, which is why would we even want to be in this birth brain, you know? So now we spoke about what it is a little (laughs) bit, and then we can transition to the next point, which is why would it be beneficial Mm -hmm. to practice this birth brain already in pregnancy? Mm, Yeah. Well, uh, first, because as we were just saying, no, you are ready for whatever comes at birth, and you're ready for dealing with all of that and and that's for me it's like the best win you can get to to uh i mean they talk about uh perineum massage they talk about physical activity we can talk about a lot of stuff but uh, the best you can put into shape before birth yeah. is your brain and your mind yeah. i really agree on that because you know because the rest of things as i was saying the plans can change and you really need a a nice mindset to be dealing with that that's the first thing but then i i got a lot of of ideas because for example if you have this time and you have and you put yourself into this mode into this birth um brain mode for uh, for example for your partner if you have one or whoever is going to be there supporting you in postpartum, uh, the transition is going to be also best. So in a sense, they are seeing that you are already changing Mm -hmm. your mind and that 
something is going on with your brain and it's good to explain to them also like yeah you know I can't or for example I, I like to say a lot this like when I go to rest maybe in the afternoons or whatever once my husband finished his his job or whatever schedule and we are playing and sometimes I'm like I need to rest 10 minutes it's okay I, I really need this now and I come to the bedroom and and I'm really resting and I'm like or I need a shower yesterday I needed a shower and I stayed in the shower for half an hour or more mm. I was like you know in this, in this world um and I was like I really need this so they get used first that in birth maybe you are going to be much more direct to them asking for hey I want this do this do that uh, don't touch me yeah do- and and you are already getting there in the last uh, pregnancy weeks, and then in postpartum because in postpartum you are gonna be like ooh, singing, and then five minutes later you're gonna be crying, and that for some people, if you have been a very stable, <laughs> or a stable or very rational person, they will be like yeah. freaking out, and they can be even saying things to you like, oh, maybe you should. And it's normal at some, some, I mean, some of these kind of things, of course, postpartum depression and stuff like that, they have to be watching and, and vigilant on that. But yeah, crying and then laughing and, and one day up and one, the other day, I don't want to know anything yeah. about anyone or. Those are very uh, you kind know, of expected it's, it's, reactions to postpartum. Exactly. And if you have seen your partner going through this kind of brain change, at the last part of the pregnancy, then at birth, I guess that they are more like, and and in in our case, for example, I had that in my fir- with my first son, and we have been talking a lot now with my husband, like, oh, you have the pregnancy brain, and now he's like, okay, now you have the the birth closer, and and you have the the birth brain, and he's like. Uh, we, the next is the postpartum brain we all know so we we kind of assume that my my brain is going to be in a different yeah it's moment. a window of time it's a very you know? special window of time and the postpartum mm-hmm. uh specifically is called the sacred window it's these first six weeks after mm-hmm. the birth when you're really in this baby brain and you are mm-hmm. experiencing things very differently and it's important to understand and to know that these six weeks are like a window that stay in that way, but only for those six weeks. And after that, it may return back. And the fourth trimester, which is even longer than six weeks, it's four months to know that that is an extension of the pregnancy. And that is still a time where you can expect a lot of changes. So I'm glad you brought up the postpartum because that's something that I'm super passionate about. As a postpartum doula. Yeah, so that. So first benefit is, okay, you are going to be more open to whatever happens at at birth. Second, your partner is going to be in a much more understanding moment. I don't know if we are hearing some noises. A little bit, but it's okay. Excuse the noises. Okay. (laughs) It's the construction Maria mentioned before. Yeah, so everyone listening, put yourself in a birth brain and deal with this. Um, and third, third is that you yourself are gonna 
allow and be more give you more permission to you know in this postpartum stage to have um, crash downs to cry to you know be overwhelmed when you are you when you have a crying baby and oh my god it's been crying he, he or she has been crying for an hour what shall i do if something doesn't go as you expected or and for me that is very 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 powerful because it's when we as parents we start to freak yeah. out the most and we start to do things that don't make sense and then in 6 months you are like regretting like oh i should have not listened to my mother-in-law <laughs> telling me not to sleep with the baby you know these kind of yeah. things that in in when you are in this postpartum in this six weeks moment someone can come with a very good yeah. intention uh but is telling you to do something that is not aligned to what you're feeling and as you are thinking oh my god in the end i'm crazy my brain is smashed i'm not thinking with clarity let's follow this advice and then in six months you are like but why you know yes so for me that's very powerful because it it it, it will ha- you will have less regrets and you will have less moments of doubt so if i understand you well you're and- saying that practicing getting into birth brain will help you get in touch with intuition is that a word yes, that you would use exactly. as well? Yeah. Yes. And yes. Intuition exactly. supports your yes. decision making in um, mm-hmm. the time with the newborn baby in the postpartum. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's good to have you translate in my birth brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's good. Yes. Yes. But exactly. Yeah. It's more like you are going to be more ready to follow what you want to do and be more in peace yeah. with whatever you want to do. Because in the end, whatever works for you, whatever works for you and for your family and for the baby yeah. that you're having. Um, but getting to there, it can cost a lot of of questions, of self-shaming, of and also the mm-hmm. guilt, that it's a feeling that we as parents, we deal a lot with the guilt. So... Anything that you can do to decrease that will be good for your parenting journey. And just to touch also a bit about the birth itself. Now we spoke a little about the Mm. postpartum and talk about the birth itself. What do you think that the birth brain preparation in pregnancy helps in the birth itself? I mean, I have a few thoughts on it, but I also want to hear yours if you have a few. like what kind of, of things? Yeah, like why is it helpful what to kind practice of getting into this birth brain mode yeah. already in pregnancy? Like what happens in birth that we would need this practice uh, yeah. for? You understand my question? Yeah. Yeah, I think that for, from my perspective and very right now in this moment, maybe in a month, <laughs> I will be reflecting about this and and changing my opinion. But for me, with this pregnancy and and expecting whatever can come from this birth, um, everyone says, and if you read most of of most experienced people and and doulas and midwives uh, related that works uh, that work on a physiological perspective for birth and respecting the birth process, they say that. 
it is very important to be able to let yourself go into the process. And for me, that's the the main thing to to practice, no? And also when when I am with with pregnant people, and during the pregnancy, we all kind of have different things coming and going like maybe back pain or maybe even more serious health conditions you can really feel when a woman is on that moment of okay this is going on and I'm gonna let go with it or when the woman is oh this is going on I am having this pain I'm having this I'm having that I'm having and you see I see like a little cloud (laughs) on top of her of her mind or of her head going bigger and bigger and bigger and that's why we try to work with the prenatal yoga classes or whatever we do with her um maybe as a doula doing this kind of thing so for me what happens at birth is that at some point and not matter if you're having a home birth or a hospital birth or whatever kind of birth or or a cesarean birth or whatever it's the same at some point you will have to be like okay i'm letting myself into not into the doctor's hands not into my doula not into someone yeah. from the outside but i'm letting myself yeah. into the process trusting myself and mm-hmm, and and trusting what i am living yeah. right now it is what it is <laughs> yeah you that that sentence is very like so for me Practicing that during the pregnancy, and how can we practice that? Um, for me, for example, I've kept doing yoga because it's something that really connects me to myself in in general. When people ask me what is yoga for you, it's like it's a way to really, you know, do a deep scan mm-hmm. of myself and how I'm feeling and what, and what is going yeah. on on my body. Um, so for me, it's been like that. If I was feeling some pain, some back pain or whatever, or if I was feeling low if when or when I had a stomach stuff, I tried to approach to yoga and do a few stuff yeah. or movement or whatever and, and stay into, into that mode of, okay, I'm self-scanning myself yeah. and I'm going. I remember really um, enjoying the prenatal yoga as well. And for me, it was also a mm-hmm. chance to experiment with feeling uncomfortable a little bit in some positions. <laughs> Yes. And yes. seeing how I could handle those uncomfortable exactly. moments yeah. with the same mindfulness, with the same it is what it is mm-hmm. mentality, and with my breath as well. And I thought that was yes. really good practice yes, we for pra- birth too. Yes, we practice that a lot in the in the prenatal yoga classes, like and or we stay in strong position demanding mm-hmm. positions for a minute that is exactly what yep. that contraction and then at birth will will take and you put yourself yep. into that into that moment and, and you breathe and you see like okay i'm doing this and it's empowering and at the same point it's also um putting you in a very yeah. humble moment like oh wow <laughs> you yeah. know so it's it's all of that um in this second pregnancy i did a hypnobirth course also and for me it's been kind of weird uh, also the experience with hypnobirth techniques because at the beginning of the pregnancy i was like okay this is somehow like meditation mm-hmm. 
like what I've been doing. It was familiar. Um, so I've, yeah, it was familiar. And when I did the course, I was like, nah, you know, the affirmations, mm, this is not so for me. This looks like a self, uh, self-help help yeah. book or something like that. And it's been really fun that in the end, I'm using less the, the meditations from hypnobirth courses. Um, and I'm using more oh, the affirmations. <laughs> that's surprising in the end. So that has, that has changed also during the pregnancy because, of course, now I'm at birth brain mode. And when I have these kind of moments of, oh, my God, what happens if, I, if, if the plan is not as I expected? An affirmation is there saying, my baby will be ready to be born when yeah. she will be ready. And at this moment, with this mindset, is what I need, yeah. you know, to, you know, to... I, you mentioned you in know. the beginning about how easy it is for you to get into a deep relaxation quickly. And I'm wondering if that also has to do with the practice of the hypnobirthing, which you have been doing throughout your yes. pregnancy. And, yes, and especially when, and, and I see this with other moms that have been doing the course with me and we have been in touch during the pregnancy and people especially for people that has never done yeah. any kind of breathing exercise or meditation or especially for these kind of people i think it's like very it's it it changed your your way of approaching yeah. to this kind because some people think it's like oh meditation that's like a hippie crazy thing blah blah and actually it's just breathing and listening to a voice that even a burden uses also a lot visualization so it's not like the regular yoga meditation when you see a person sitting and doing like um um um, um or whatever and and with the eyes closed it's like a so it's kind of different yeah. yes yes so it's guided it has Images that I feel yeah. that are very close yeah. to a woman during the, the pregnancy flower, and that are right? the blossoming exactly and the colors thing that because the colors bring you a lot of emotions and the scanning yeah. of the body. Most of the of these meditations help you to not just breathe in but also okay now put your attention yeah. here and there and there. And it is something that we don't usually do yeah. as humans. And we are busy and we are running from one thing to another. So I think it's really... And, and when anyone that is asking me right now, okay, what kind of preparation should I do? It's like, there's no a package for every woman. So try different things. But maybe... And and for people with mm -hmm. fears or for people with, uh, yeah, or first baby or whatever, I always recommend, hey, maybe you should try because the hypnobirth courses also, they explain you about the physiological birth, how the different stages are, what kind of tools will you have? And it's a very, I think it's a very complete yeah. preparation in the end. Then you take the tools and adapt them. And maybe at the beginning, as I was doing, I was listening more to the meditation. And then I was like, no. And now I'm more with the affirmation and I have my drawers yeah. and I put them mm -hmm. on the wall and I've been drawing, which was something that I did a lot when I was younger. That's, a, I didn't that's do a beautiful anymore, way to get so. into birth brain mode, to draw. Yes. It's a very mindful yes. Yes. act kind of uh, time yes. for yourself. Exactly. 
Anything else you've been yeah, doing so to for get me, into birth brain mode? You mentioned yoga and drawing. I think that for me, the key is actually that I've okay. not been doing. <laughs> Do less. You know, that I, yeah, exactly. So that I've not been working long hours, that I've not been uh, focusing too much on on the tiny little things that were going on. Connecting um, more with your body. With this. Exactly, you know. Yeah. So for me, it's been like that. Um, I've not been thinking. Also, for example, this is a, a COVID pregnancy, as they like to say, and I've been seeing the difference uh, with many other moms talking to them, and this not doing and this not thinking, overthinking, has helped me so much to have a different perspective on this side because yes of course we don't have the family we haven't seen them for more than a year now we won't see them they won't meet the baby but i don't have a feeling of sadness from this which is very common in many mamas and i respect that feeling i respect that feeling but that when i've been going through that feelings or that worries or whatever i've been like okay, again, let's scan myself. Why am I thinking about this? And most of the times for me, the answer was that I was sorry for the other side. I was sorry for the family there. Guilt, (laughs) again. And and (laughs) guilt, exactly. So again and again and again. So for me, it's been very nice not to be, not not doing so much, you know, because it allows me to, yeah to really be on this perspective of yeah being forgiveness being okay with whatever comes Mm. i love that Mm. because really birth is probably the most uh, how do you say like sporty but not sporty but the most the event (laughs) in which at least for me where i used my body in the to the most extreme that I ever used in my life. I am not a very sporty person and I did don't lift weights and I don't run marathons. So I had never used my body under my from my neck down ever <laughs> and as much as I did when I gave birth. And I often hear the comparison between birthing and running a marathon. And it's an interesting mm. one, one to do, but imagine most of us in our day-to-day life are living like heads on a stick. We are living from our neck up. Mm. We are very cognitive, um, especially mm-hmm. with the use of, of screens and technology. We are doing work, majority of us doing yeah. work that is sitting on the computer most of the day. So really, we're not using our bodies in ways that we will as as what birth is and I think for me Mm. that's why this birth brain mode is a really really important thing to practice and get into because how unique of an experience birth is especially in the 21st century of where we live in Finland and the kind of work that the majority of people are doing Um, yeah exactly Yeah, no, no, it's very, it's very, I mean, uh, and of course, we can't deny that uh, basic um, activity is recommended during pregnancy, it will 
have a better output whatever kind of birth you have and you will have a better recovery and it's not denying that but uh yeah it's very it's very true what you say i remember that i um myself i picture in my first pregnancy i picture a lot the image of hiking mm. a mountain because we were hi- uh, hikers before we had gael um and we have hiked a lot of mountains and i love it and i hope we can hike back at some yes. point in our lives um and i remember having this image uh but then with this second pregnancy it's more like i don't see myself hiking a, a peak oh, anymore interesting. <laughs> um yeah it's more like of course i also one thing that i didn't mention before it was just coming to my mind now uh is that uh one thing that i've done differently in this time is reading and listening and getting in touch with a lot of positive birth stories and um i remember that you were one of of the mm-hmm. first people also recommending me to do this when we first met like oh you're hi- you're planning a home birth then read mm-hmm. a lot about positive experience and i read the iname um books that have a lot of this experience and i watched the documentaries and everything and many videos i also asked my midwives can you send yeah. me good yeah. positive videos and i've been doing that mm-hmm. a lot and that made me feel that yes birth is physically exhausting but i don't need to be ready for hiking a 4000 meter mm. mountain you know because it will have different phases i will have different moments um and also we we did this very amazing exercise of reflecting okay when when we were deciding if we finally went for a home birth um we were like okay what kind of thing is moving us um towards a home birth again it it's just because we had a bad experience in the first birth in the hospital or um it's something else it's Mm -hmm. it's that we because it's the system now is different. We don't live yeah. in Spain. Finland is different for going to the hospital. There's a lot of factors. And we realized that we were missing the emotional yeah. and company and the emotional support Personal. at birth. And having yeah, and having someone that really was with us yeah. caring for my needs. So now I picture the birth as a more like yeah, maybe I will be hiking a mountain, but it's a hiking that will need, you know, the guidance of or have feeling mm-hmm. a spirits around me. Or I don't know. I don't want to be very, very <laughs> yeah, uh, esoterical I can super here. To that. I, when you know the but, people. But for us, it was, yeah, it was like that. No, so we, we and, and now I see also, um, I expected, a lot of this kind of support to be in a physical way like oh i expect to arrive to the hospital and having my midwife and having her massaging me or offering me this or offering me that and right now i'm like you know i have to do the most part of the job um I'm having midwives, of course, because they know all the stuff, the medical side, and and they know that part. 
but yeah, I don't want that mm -hmm. physical support or maybe I want it and I ask for it in the moment of birth, but I am not having this picture of I want this or I want that. It's more that the I presence. want them to be there to, yes, exactly, the, the caring mm -hmm. presence. And that's know? a lot. And knowing that's that a lot. That is huge. I mean, uh, that is huge. And and in Spain, uh, one midwife can be uh, for attending five different births also in at Finland, the time. Isn't that the case? Now it's happening also in Finland because we have a baby boom, but it's, it's not that crazily normally. So you get that kind of care and more present. Um, but still you can bring your yes. doula to the hospital yes. here in Finland that is not an option in many hospitals at the in Spain yeah yeah at the moment and before eh? no, it's not because before. of COVID many many hospitals are like no no you just can come with okay your relative or whatever okay. so that caring presence knowing that someone is there not only for you in physical manners in medical manners but also uh, that cares for what you expect from birth, what you have been yeah. picturing. And for the partner, and, too. You know. And for yeah, the exactly. Partner. So yeah. the partner doesn't have to have yeah. this intense weight and pressure on them, which I yeah. find is often yeah. uh, the case. Yeah, we were, we were just talking about that this morning because uh, my husband, he has been also checking again these days the hypnobirth course videos and everything, you know, to have it mm. very fresh uh, and to have it very close. And he was like, and, and we were talking about this moment of, of worrying that I had. And he was like, you know, I've been watching the videos and I'm also seeing myself how many things I was not able to provide to you in the mm. first birth. And he has been also on this process and it's really, it's super beautiful, you know, that the, that both of us, again, we are going through the same things and we are reflecting about the same things and, and learning from that and, and thinking now, like how much different it could be. Oh, I love that. I'm getting all emotional. <laughs> I know, I know, me too. That, it's crazy because that is the power of, yeah. of birth. I mean, this is yeah. what this transition is all about. And that is why mm. birth and the postpartum have the humongous potential of being so transforming. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was like, you know, if we end up in the hospital, I know what kind of things can I offer to you. I know how can I be there for you. I know what kind of things I should say. Don't ask her. I'm here. You know, these kind of things. And for me, that has been also so beautiful this morning. That, oh, it's not just yeah. me who is transformed. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you know, I love it. I have yeah. another person transformed. So... So yeah, it's and and he has also been doing this kind of exercise because sometimes you also see other families that have is the second baby, is the third baby, and the father is like, oh, we have gone through a birth, and you know we kind of know how this works, um, but yeah, maybe again he's seen me being on this transformation for so long time, not doing so much stuff getting into this birth brain preparing so much that 
has touched him also and has making him uh, want to get trained again, to read again, uh, to understand again everything, you. you know, and f yes. So that for me, it's, it's yeah. very beautiful also, no? yeah. Anything else at this point that you want to add? No, I don't know. Yeah, we, we always get emotional <laughs> with these kind of talks. Uh, of course, me, because obviously mm. hormones, but <laughs> we all get emotional at some point talking about birth. How beautiful is that? It. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Well, it was such a pleasure. And uh, I yeah, am yes, so excited for you. <laughs> I, um, I know. I'm just know. wishing you a really am... wonderful and you know, joyous you. experience and can't wait to meet your beautiful baby. Yes. I can't wait either. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, any any one way or the other, it, it's going to yes. be amazing for yes. us. And if any of our listeners want to connect uh, with us or with Maria, then please uh, find the Nest Doulas on Instagram and Maria yes. E Yoga Doula, and we'll link it all in our show notes. Um, yes. And probably we'll yes. do another one with you at postpartum, another episode. Yay! <laughs> About baby brain. Yes, the postpartum brain. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a funny second part for this. So I wait everyone to be yes. there. Season Thanks for that. joining us, and see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Yay, see you. I was feeling so excited for Maria as she entered the unknown of giving birth. It's such a special moment, this in-between space, and that is the reason why we recorded it back in March 21, before the podcast was even launched, but just existed as an idea in my head. Thank you for being here to listen to this and I hope you took away just a little bit of relaxation or inspiration or anything that you need from this conversation into your own birth preparation journey. Want to know how Maria's birth went and how she was feeling in her immediate postpartum? I got to talking with her one month after the birth of her daughter in March 21 and I'm so excited to share that with you. You can come back next week to listen to our conversation. And if you're listening to this during your pregnancy and as it drops live, you are very welcome to join us Nest Doulas at the upcoming Positive Birth Helsinki Meetup on Saturday, September 10th near Kampi at Lila Lukan from 10 to 12 a.m. You can sign up with the link in the bio of the Nest Doulas Instagram account or through the link in the show notes of this episode. See you back here next week for a brand new episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Birthing in Finland podcast. To get the show notes for this episode, go to doulacollective.fi forward slash birthing in Finland. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and share this with someone who you think needs to hear it. A friend, a colleague, a neighbor. Help us get the word out so that more families can start enjoying these conversations. See you next time when I introduce you to another amazing person supporting families just like yours. Thank you.